Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. All right, firearms in the news every day. In this country, the Trudeau government is uh, pushing forward legislation to cap the ownership of handguns. And in the United States, the U.S. House of Representatives passed sweeping gun reform legislation in a 223 to 204 vote on Wednesday. This in response to the mass shootings in Buffalo, New York, and Uvalde, Texas. The House vote, though, is expected to fail to reach the required 60 votes in the Senate and fail to become law. There were marches in Washington yesterday, more today demanding changes to U.S. gun legislation. Our guest was honored at a Boston Celtics, Golden State Warriors NBA Finals game in Boston this week. He was also in Washington as the House was voting on the gun measures. Our guest is Mark Barden, co-founder and CEO of Sandy Hook Promise Action Fund and a board director. As you know, Mr. Barden's son Daniel was one of the children killed in a mass school shooting at Sandy Hook School in Connecticut in 2012. And as I told you last weekend, when Mr. Barden was with us for a few minutes, since then, Sandy Hook Promise has made and continues to make a major impact 14 million people have participated in the Sandy Hook Know the Signs program. 115,000 anonymous tips have been received, and 321 confirmed lives have been saved. Mark Barden returns to the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Mark, thank you very much for coming back. Uh, Good to talk to you again. Thank you, Roy. I appreciate the opportunity. It's always nice to talk to you. The shootings in Buffalo, which is about 45 minutes from where I am right now, in uh, Uvalde, the shooting in Uvalde as well, reverberated. How strongly in the United States? We're looking to get a sense of that here. There have been many mass shootings previously. And my question, I guess, is do people most react when children become victims? And that has to be a painful question for you. And the Sandy Hook promise focuses on creating a culture which prevents school violence. I'd like you to speak to that, but how long do people, in fact, respond to mass shootings? Or has it become a situation in the United States where, unfortunately, tragically, they're so prevalent that they almost slide by after a while? Oh, yeah, that's the question of the day, Roy. And, and, and I'm doing my best between my organization and my, my own personal outreach to not allow uh, folks in, in our country to become complacent to the, the constant mass shootings, constant shootings in our towns and cities uh, every day. Uh, we, we, cannot, we cannot look away. We cannot um, just go on with our lives if this is not an epidemic, because it is. And as you say, uh, those feelings are spiked when we see such hor- horrific atrocities like grocery shoppers being gunned down and shot to death in a store for being black. Uh, and of course, uh, in our country, I think a lot of folks thought the tragedy that happened to my little Daniel when school children were shot to death in their elementary school in Sandy Hook was, was, uh, would, would, would never happen again. And it was an anomaly. And now we've, we've witnessed that has now happened again. And you add that up to folks uh, in places of worship and the, and the shopping mall and a concert and the ball field and anywhere and everywhere you go, uh, there's a potential that you're going to be shot to death. It's unacceptable. And uh, I, uh, I am begging all Americans to hold on to that outrage and let it uh, c- 
continue past the news cycle and not let it fade with the news cycle and, and become active and stay active. It's the only way we're going to turn this around. Yeah, Mark, your dedication to this is exceptional. Given what you have experienced, what your family experienced, what the other families at Sandy Hook have experienced, for you to be doing what you're doing as consistently and as long as you have with the dedication you bring to the issue is really, really exceptional. And we all thank you for that. The, uh, I appreciate that, Roy. It's, it's driven by, you know, we know that this is preventable. We have the tools at our disposal to, to prevent these from happening. And um, it, it, that, that's where there's hope. It's also where it's so frustrating. Uh, but, but I have to lean into the hope that uh, we, can, we can prevent this from happening and change our culture. Yeah. So the vote in the House of Representatives in Washington this week on gun legislation, 223 to 204, Support for changes to the gun legislation, <clears throat> excuse me, larger capacity magazines restrictions, raising the age for purchases of firearms. And that one really got to me because in Texas, the Uvalde school children shooter was able to buy, this is so stunning to me, was able to buy high-powered semi-automatic rifles on his 18th birthday. But Mark, had he instead been drinking a beer on a Texas beach, he would have received a citation. How does that begin to make sense? It doesn't make sense to me, Roy, to be honest with you. Um, the, the ability to, to buy, um, you know, the most lethal consumer product known to man the, uh, and, and to buy assault weapons should not be available for an 18-year-old to purchase as an impulse buy. Plain and simple. End of story. Uh, so we, uh, both the House and the Senate are trying to address that. Um, with whatever they can get across the finish line. And that's what we're trying to talk about here is what's possible at this stage of the game. Uh, this, this, all, of, all of what we're seeing in these days, Roy, are first steps. Uh, it's the beginning. Uh, and I think, I think we'll well, our country will be able to understand that this doesn't mean the, the end of your career if you uh, vote to, to protect the lives of your constituents and make your community safer. Uh, so we'll see provisions that will address the uh, 18-year-old uh, age limit for uh, uh, somebody to buy um, an assault rifle. You're not looking to disarm Americans uh, with Sandy Hook Promise. Your approach is also nonpartisan. Uh, you want responsible gun ownership, and you're, res you're supported by many gun owners in, in that regard. Mark, please tell us, what, what is it that makes absolute, what makes sense as far as gun ownership is concerned or gun legislation is concerned? And when I look at that 223 to 204 votes in the House of Representatives in Washington this week, so it passes on the uh, in larger capacity magazine restrictions and so on. But when it gets to the Senate, it's not going to get through because it will not have the votes. What is what is sensible, and how do you get it passed the various levels of government? Again, keeping in mind, you're not trying to disarm Americans. That's exactly right. And none of these provisions that are being introduced either in the House or the Senate uh, or anything about disarming Americans or uh, eliminating anyone's Second Amendment rights, they're all consistent with the Constitution. They are supported by uh, responsible gun owners. And if you identify as a responsible gun owner, you're probably already practicing everything that they're trying to uh, bring through as law. <clears throat> and uh, and I've always known, we've always known that we have the numbers. We have uh, the vast majority of sensible uh, Americans, whether they're gun owners or not, whether they're Republicans or Libertarians or, uh, or Democrats or whatever their political stripe, all agree that we want to protect our children and make our communities safer. And that these are 
reasonable ways to do that, uh, to bring those numbers of casualties down, of these preventable uh, tr- atrocities by uh, guns. And uh, everything that's being proposed is constitutional and is also proven effective to save lives and reduce those numbers. Uh, so it's been my mission. We've talked about complacency early, earlier, and it's always been my, my belief that that is the true em- enemy here, really, is complacency. And getting more folks activated and to demand that their legislators vote in their favor uh, on this issue is, is where the, the rubber meets the road, and that's where the change will come. And that's what I'm on this, this mission to try to inform people and educate them that these provisions are all constitutional and they're all proven effective. We just need people to speak up and, uh, and let their legislators know that this is important to them and that they're demanding it. Before we take a break, Mark, how can our listeners become involved with Sandy Hook? And we have listeners on both sides of the border. Um, I'm, as I said, I'm 45 minutes from Buffalo right now. How can our listeners get involved? Um, I mean, our, our organization is a nonprofit organization, Roy. We, we focus a lot of our work in training students how to recognize the warning signs that we know precede these events uh, and give them the tools to take the next steps to intervene and get a, uh, a trusted adult uh, involved who can connect that individual to help before it becomes a tragedy. Uh, and we do that through the generosity of our, of our donors and our volunteers and our staff and all the people that help us do this work. We don't charge anything for these programs to bring them into schools across the country. Uh, so we, we, we are always dependent on the help uh, of folks who want to donate time uh, or dollars or, um, or advocacy or, or helping us spread the word. It's all about ed- uh, education and awareness. Uh, so there's so many opportunities for folks to help. Uh, this, this organization has been nonpartisan since its inception, uh, and that is why we, we are so effective at, at moving the needle on this, because our intention is, is genuine. Uh, we are all about protecting students and making communities safer, uh, and we do that with the support of both gun owners, non-gun owners, uh, Democrats and Republicans. Uh, it's really a human issue, and we're treating it as such. All right. This story just moved this afternoon on globalnews.ca in a potential breakthrough toward the first significant U.S. gun law in decades. A bipartisan group of senators on Sunday, so today, announced an agreement on a framework for a firearm safety bill with enough Republican support to advance in the narrowly divided Senate. The plan, praised by President Joe Biden, includes support for state red flag laws keeping guns from potentially dangerous people, tougher criminal background checks for firearms buyers under 21, and a crackdown on straw purchases by people buying firearms for others who could not pass a background check. My guest is Mark Barden. He is the co-founder and CEO of Sandy Hook Promise. You can go to at Sandy Hook on Twitter. So, Mark, it looks as though it's potentially now going to happen that the that the Senate will ratify and support the legislation passed in the House. Uh, yeah, something or something like it, uh, Roy. There's definitely uh, room. There's a reason for optimism here. Um, the Senate uh, announcing this framework today. Uh, with the support of uh, of, of ten Republicans, uh, and, and that's just on the framework. So there's room for more to uh, to, to uh, add their name to this uh, list of, uh, of Republican supporters, uh, and I think it's uh, significant. And uh, I think they sh- those those Republicans uh, definitely need to be recognized for uh, for standing up for what their constituents are asking them for, and for their safety and their well-being. Uh, with as we spoke about, these are these are modest provisions that will save lives, make us safer, protect our children, protect our communities, and still um, not interfere with anyone's Second Amendment rights. And uh, 
you know, we need to acknowledge them for standing up and, and understanding that for the, uh, for the greater good. It must have been really encouraging for you uh, to receive that tremendous response from the Boston Celtics fans, the Celtics themselves, and the Golden State Warriors in Boston at an NBA championship game in the last few days. That must have been just, I mean, I watched the video of it. It's, it's, quite, it's almost chilling to, to, to feel and absorb the support that you received. It was uh, it was such an honor, Roy, and uh, to be to be recognized by by that organization. They're a wonderful organization, and uh, they do a lot of really good work in community outreach. And uh, they have a program where they recognize what they deem or consider heroes among us. And uh, my my friend and colleague Nicole Hockley and I were both uh, recognized by that organization at their game game four of their uh, of their their finals and uh, with the Golden State Warriors and. Uh, what a, what a overwhelmingly uh, powerful event that was, and it was such an honor to be uh, recognized. Share with us, please, some of the successes of Sandy Hook Promise. And I mentioned at the uh, beginning of our interview today and, and last weekend, 14 million people participated in the Sandy Hook Know the Signs program. 115,000 anonymous tips received, 321 confirmed lives have been saved. Please, uh, please expand on that. Tell us, please, you know, the successes that you have and have had as an organization. Yeah, thanks for that opportunity because I'm so proud of that, Roy, and I'm so proud of the students who, uh, who take our programs seriously. You know, we, we bring our Say Something and our, and our Start With a Loaf programs into schools, and the students uh, not only are exposed to this wonderful curriculum where they are taught, taught to recognize those warning signs, which are almost always there before there's a tragedy, uh, and then they, they understand the responsibility of telling a trusted adult, either in person or through our anonymous reporting system, uh, where they are connected to a, a counselor, a live person who is trained professional, and getting that individual, whether it's themselves or someone else that they're concerned about, uh, connected to uh, help and services that they need so they can, they can continue to be healthy before it uh, devolves into something more serious. And um, our, my core mission, really, is to prevent other families from having to endure a life of pain that we have, and uh, we're doing just that. And to watch these students who are so empowered and so um, connected to the trainings uh, that, that they really do take it seriously, and we continue to retrain them so it becomes part of their culture. Uh, so students trained in these programs have now uh, prevented uh, at least nine mass shootings that were plotted, planned out, and ready to go, uh, so much so that there were arrests made. So I think of these nine communities that did not have to suffer suffer this devastation that we can see repeating itself in this country, some of which you had just mentioned. And for me, that's, that's just huge. And to know that we are building this over time uh, and at scale, uh, students who continue to be trained in these programs through middle and high school, and then as they go out into the world and start their own families, I really do see this as the catalyst for true culture change in the United States, and it's so desperately needed. And now to see those same values being reflected by, finally, being reflected by our federal government in a bipartisan way, uh, I am really filled with hope and encouragement that we are, are on our way to, to pulling this back and to turning this around. I think we may have reached the tipping point here, Roy. This definitely feels different to me. As you said, I was in Washington all week last week, and I'll be there again this week, uh, having meetings with our elected officials and, and talking through this. And um, I, it, it definitely does feel different. It's taken us way too long to get here, and it's at the cost of way too many lives. 
Uh, and, but but here we are, and I'm, and I'm so uh, filled with hope and optimism that we are on our way to turning this around. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.